Hi, welcome to This Is Your Book Club podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. So good to see you today. I said that weird. Hi. Hi. It's Jamie. Welcome. Thank you, Sarah. We're so glad. I'm Sarah. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. Now that me. you know who we are and we know who we are. That's always good. We're ready to talk about books. So excited. We have a lot of fun books. I just want to put this out there. I was behind on my, you know, book goal. Uh-huh. I was like four books behind and I like went on a reading rampage and I am now one book ahead. Good job. I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of you too. It's a good place to be. So I have some really good, I had a lot to choose from and I have some really good ones to talk about. But before. Yes. Do you have a fun fact for us, Jamie? I do. So I was listening to some YouTube interviews with Kate Morton. Our book is Homecoming. Yes. And one of the interviews, this is just kind of a weird fun fact, because okay. it just kind of like, I kind of, I was listening and then I was like, wait, what? Um, So this interview was from seven years ago. Okay. So she's written more books since seven years ago, but at the time it wasn't the question that was being asked, but it, the question, I don't remember what question she was being asked, but she refers to that she doesn't name the book. That's what the question was. Does she go into writing the book knowing the name of it? And she said no. Okay. Oh, no, it was, this is book number five, because it was named Hashtag Five. That's how she Hello. knew that she was on her fifth book. That was the question. She was on her fifth book. It was Hashtag Five. Until she named it, because she wouldn't know what three words were the name, was the three words she was going to use for the name. And the interviewer said, Always three words? And she said, yes, always three words. Her titles, really, up until that point, because now homecoming is one word. Yeah. So, and this is an older interview, but at some point, she was sticking with three word titles. Okay, Do you are you ready so, for this? Yeah, when did it change? Because okay, I didn't I ever pick up on that. I am fascinated. Just quickly, I'm going to go down her list. Okay. The Forgotten Garden. Mm-hmm. The Secret Keeper. The Lake House, the House at Riverton. That's for Riverton, but is that House at Riverton? Oh, the House, the at House River- at okay. Riverton. The Clockmaker's Daughter. That's three. three. Clockmakers is one. The Distant Hours. What and then Homecoming and now Homecoming. So that most of them crazy. have had three words. That is, but crazy. this one does not. Huh. There you go. There's she your fun fact today. The, the flow. She doesn't even the really rhythm. say anything about why, but that she always does three word titles. How did they get her to get off of that with homecoming? Homecoming. So now I'll have to binge a bunch of interviews to see if she huh. ever refers back to the three word title change. Yeah. I'm very curious. Because this was an old one. And that's the other interesting thing that I find about this is homecoming is one word. It's not homecoming. Or the homecoming. Mm-mm. It's just homecoming, one word. Mm-hmm. There you go. Weird. Anyway, super interesting. She's just, she's bridging out a little bit. I like it. Okay. Yep. There's your fun fact. I love it so much. All right, Jamie. Next week is book club. Can't wait. Keep reading. It's a doozy. It's a long Maybe one, you've gotten started. But I've heard you fly through it because it's so good. Well, she's, that's how I feel about her books. So, so I'm hoping well, that continues. I that's what I've heard. Yet. So. Yay. Next week. But this week. What do you have for us, Jamie? I'll start. 
Which you been reading? Because I read It Starts With Us. Oh. Wasn't that a good, like, segue? I like it. Colleen Hoover, is that? Yes, Colleen Hoover. Colleen. Colleen. Colleen, we We know that. that. Colleen Hoover. It is the book. It's a book number two, kind of a follow-up to It Ends With Us, Uh. which I read and talked about that one when I read it. And I really, um, I really liked that one. And so I finally, this has been on my list forever, finally did this one. It starts with us. And um, so it's the same characters, the characters in It Ends With Us, you know, without giving too much away at that. She was in an abusive marriage and becomes pregnant in that marriage. And it's kind of her struggle of, I love my husband. Or were they married or just living together? I don't remember. It's been too long ago. I love him. But mm-hmm. then he has this side. And this side comes from a part of his past in his life. Sure. And so she understands that. But does she stay and take the abuse because she understands that and loves him when he's not? Or does she go? Anyway, so ultimately that's the first book so this is it starts with us and it's her after she's had the baby and life continues on after and what she does how she co-parents with him mm-hmm. and does she date does she how what does her life look like beyond a mother and a co-parenting parent yeah is there another part of her that's still uh, deserves to give any time to a relationship and kind of that balance of motherhood and a, a new relationship. And does she want to go there? How is that going to affect her ex? Um, how does, you know, with his anger, jealousy issues, is that going to trigger some things? And you've got a child now in this. Does she even want to go there? It was great. Oh, good. I gave it three stars. I really liked it. I did like the first one better. Um, but this was still really good. That's awesome. So three stars, Colleen Hoover. You've done it again. Another great story. There's a reason um, why she's yep, people so People love popular. you. It just, yeah. I can just breeze through her books so quick. Awesome. Love it. Awesome. Okay. There you go. Cool. Uh, the first one I'm going to talk about today is called Red Notice, a true story of high finance, murder, and one man's fight for justice by Bill Browder. This is a true story. Um, Bill Browder, this happened to Bill. Um, It was fascinating. Okay, so this book was recommended to me by my brother-in-law, who... Okay. So I loved that he gave me a recommendation, actually, and so I was excited to to read it. Uh He also recommended... um, The Nike one. Was that right? Was that him that recommended? No, the Disney. Oh, the Disney one. The guy okay. from the Disney. And I loved that one too. Uh-huh. So same brother-in-law. Uh, it was totally like not surprised, I should say, that this was the type of book that he's recommending to me. So Bill Browder is like a businessman. I'm trying uh-huh. to – I'm sure there are better words to use to describe Bill Browder that I just don't have in my vocabulary, but he has, you you know, it starts with his childhood and how he was educated and went to school, decided what he wanted to do with his life. He got into investing 
and a little bit into stocks, but he was mostly just super interested in finding, he had this talent for finding like niche investments that were undiscovered. Okay. And so he would be kind of like, wait a minute, this is a great opportunity. Let's invest here. And then our investment will double, triple, whatever, Uh so quickly, as soon as it catches on. But we'll be the first ones in the door. Specifically, in in countries that are maybe unthought of to consider that you wouldn't consider investing. So he started in one area. I can't even remember which area it was, but he ended up kind of getting pushed out of that area. And he decides, you know, where it's untapped is Russia. Russia is an untapped investment opportunity. And I'm going to go there and find them, find the places. And I'm going to get people from, you know, these more developed places that are, more wealthy like America mm-hmm. and England. And I'm going to get these people's money invested in Russia and I'm going to make them a load of money. Wow. So he moves his family there. He, to Russia? To Russia. He doesn't even speak Russian. What? Okay. It's fascinating. And you, he just tells you all the things he does and how these pieces fall into place that take him there. And he spends um, like 10 or 15 years investing people's money. And it is totally lucrative. He is making millions upon millions of dollars investing in these certain things in Russia. And it he makes it very, I will tell you this, I am not a financial person. Mm-hmm. Um, it is not my area of expertise. I did not get a lot of training in that area. And I still followed step by step. Everything I was not confused or lost. No. So when I say all of this, do not be scared off by this book. It was fascinating. Wow. And but he slowly starts to have the tablecloth ripped out from under him and the Russian mafia starts to come after him. And he ends up having to leave Russia. His family is in trouble. There is He's worried about his life. He is worried about his employees' lives. Like all of these things are happening. He has a lawyer, like one of his lawyers back in Russia gets arrested, falsely arrested, but they fabricate all of the evidence to hold him and everything that he experiences while in jail. It is fascinating. Wow. And um, it is like eye-opening, blow-your-mind kind of things. And it's real. That's the w- craziest part about it is it feels fictional. But this but is, real. is I mean, so we real. are talking about the craziest things. Like the way he beat – and it's his path to – realizing what was happening there and bringing his knowledge back and he slowly but surely becomes a human right human rights advocate which is not what he ever he is a financial millionaire and he decides you know what what's most important is mm-hmm. human rights and the people in Russia are not being treated fairly and I was not treated fairly when I was there and this is what happened to my coworkers and my employees and whatever, and it's not okay. And he, it, I don't want to spoil all the things that happen. You won't even believe it when you read it. I was sitting here going like, what? It could be a movie. And you would think it was all fictional. All fictional. But it is fascinating. And where he, where he is now was really good. I gave it five stars. Holy cow. Like, this is like crazy. And it's called Red Notice because a country can say like, hey, Jamie – I'm mm-hmm. putting her on sending a red notice out about Jamie and he you would have to be in a country if they acknowledged your red notice 
you would be exported to that country for them to arrest you. So if you're on, oh. if I am Russia and I say, you know, Jamie Waddell, you are, if any of your other country, wherever you are, sees your name, they have to arrest you and send you to us. And his name was put on red notice by Russia. And That's what frightening. What Russia scares me. There. It is scary. And you, and it uh, is, there's a reason, there's to, a be reason scared. to be scared. It is real. And he tells you all about why you should be scared. Okay. Holy moly. Crazy. It's called Red Notice. I just by checked Bill it Browder. out. It was available at the library. Amazing. So it's crazy. I'll be getting to that one. There you go. Woo. <laughs> okay. My next one is Immortality, a Love Story by Dana Schwartz. And this is another number two in Ooh. the Anatomy Duology series. So the other one that I read was um, Anatomy, a Love Story. Oh. And the covers on these are beautiful. So in Anatomy, it looks like like an anatomically correct heart. <gasps> I remember it's a you woman talking about that one. With a dress. Yes. So this one, Immortality, is the same concept. A woman sitting in a dress that's flowing out, but it looks like a brain. Wow. That is beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful covers. So well done. I liked Anatomy, A Love Story. I gave it four stars. I thought it was really cool. Its um, premise is she is back in the days when a woman would never ever be able to go to medical school, ever. Mm -hmm. But she was really interested in that. And her dad was a doctor, and he let her read his medical books and kind of talked to her about all of his procedures. And then she meets this guy who is a grave digger who is supplying the medical school with bodies. Anyway, oh. excellent story. I gave that one four stars. So this is okay. the number two, Immortality, A Love Story. And um, it continues on with her and her um treating patients in the village um and where her need lies there's a a princess or anyway I, there's some royalty a princess of some sort who has been chronically ill for a very very long time and they've brought in many many doctors nobody can figure it out part of the problem is she is so um unlikable and refuses a lot of the doctors and oh. like the doctors will come and she'll be like, I'm not seeing anyone today or her lady in waiting would come out and say, she's not seeing anyone today. She's not feeling well enough. So it, part of it was getting her to befriend the doctor. So then the doctor could help her. It was quite oh, interesting. interesting. Yeah. So it was a good story. Again, not as good as the first one. I gave this one three stars, but okay. still very interesting, very different. Um, just these are both of them, just very different stories. And I like, I like that it's kind of out of the norm for a book. I like that too. It has a little bit of medical, a little bit of uh, feminism. It's good. Awesome. Three stars for me. I do love that cover. I, isn't it cool? I just think they're so cool. Agreed. I love when you hide something within something else. Mm -hmm. You have to look closely. So creative. Totally. Okay. Okay. Um, the next one I'm going to talk about is One Last Day of Summer by Shari Lowe or Sherry Lowe. I'm not sure okay. which way to pronounce it. Um, 
this was a book that was not at my library. I think it was on, you know, I get those emails that give me book deals and it had high reviews on Goodreads, but it was not available at my library. So I purchased it on Audible. So that's okay. where I listened to this. Okay. Um, so I I feel like I had little introduction to it, I guess is what I'm saying. Not a recommendation or anything that I'd heard people talking about. It was just from an email of good books to read. And so I started it without any expectations. This is the story of four different people who are strangers to each other. Um, and you see them all coming to the airport. They're all coming to the airport in different situations. One is a bachelor. He just had his, or he's getting married. He's just been at his bachelor's party and he's heading to his wedding. And then there's one who's with her husband. They've been trying to get pregnant for years, having a really hard time. They're going to start another round of IVF, but are going to take a little bit of a vacation to just calm themselves and relax and not stress out about this baby stuff. And they're headed to... Just to restart. Yes, their vacation. Um, There's a single woman who is divorced. She's older. She has older grown children and grandchildren who was going to go with a friend on a vacation. The friend had an emergency, and she decided she was going to be brave and go on her own, this older woman, by herself. And so she's taking this trip alone, and she's very apprehensive about it, but she's going. And um, then the... The final one is this single guy who just met this girl and they had a one night fling and he is sure he is in love and he knows that she's headed down to this vacation spot. So he's chasing her and he's going to find her and tell her. This is his big romantic gesture. Okay. And he's going to have his big moment. So he's very excited about that. Now, that's the whole start of the book. From there... For the next 90% of the book, it is their flight. It is just them. Just the flight. On the airplane. The whole way. The whole way. I Wow. It's, it's a long flight. It's like a nine-hour flight. It's a big, long flight. And they are all sitting by, well, the girl and the husband who are taking a break from worrying about getting pregnant. He's kind of a butthead. And he took a first-class seat and left her back. So she alone is sitting with the other three, but it's their conversations. It's their interactions, like telling, sharing their personal details about their lives and what happens in the span of one flight. I love this book so much. It's totally rom-commy. Yeah. Um, it's not necessarily about falling in love. It's not like a romance, but just like the comedy part of it and like just it's just a people book. I don't even know how to describe it, but I love this book so much. I gave it five stars. I don't want to tell you how it all ends or what happens with each of their individual stories. It's a journey you all need to take. But I, it was super clever. I thought, oh my gosh, they're still on a plane. And I'm three-fourths of the way through this book. And sure enough, like they don't wrap things up until they land. Oh, and plans. that's how they wrap up their stories. I, I loved this book. Wow. It was so fun. And that's it was a so surprise. Yeah, yeah. And it was a surprise. And so I think that's another reason why I liked it so much. Right. I didn't expect cool. it. So it's called. What's it called? Yeah. One Last Summer. Okay. By Shari Lowe. All right. Nice. Good yeah. ones. Okay. My last one is called Never Simple by Liz 
Shire or Sheer. Shire, I think is Shire. Okay. Um, this one is a memoir about her life and growing up. Um, Liz, it's... <laughs> I love this genre. I love a good memoir of a totally mm-hmm. messed up childhood. I don't know why. <laughs> this is so enthralling to me. And this is another enthralling messed up childhood. Liz's mom um, was very much a charmer. Like people, she was a single mom. She was raised with just her mom. Um, mom just was a great storyteller. And anyone she talked to just thought, she was really great. Well, things were not great behind closed doors. Um, um, she, there was a, abu- there was some abuse and mom would just freak out sometimes and get really mad, very protective of her. She wasn't allowed to do a lot of things. Very, very protective. So she's lived this quite weird childhood with this mom who is sporadic. She'll go into these dark, moods and not do anything and then she'll get mad and scream and yell and create all this banging on doors and walls and ruckus in the apartment well they live in manhattan and they live a pretty good like financially decent life they have an apartment in manhattan there's food there's not they don't go without it's not excess they don't go without but things just aren't adding up like how does a single mom that's not working pay for all like where is the source of money well one day when liz is 18 mom comes in and mom would just drop bombs here and there like information so liz her whole life has been told that her father was dead that he died and so at 18 years old with this belief mom comes in and just says that for the last two decades she's been married she's married and that Liz's dead father was completely fictional. She made that up. So he's alive. No, he was not a person at all. But she's been married to someone for a couple of years, and that's all she drops. That's it. I've been married for the last two decades, and the dad I told you that was dead, I totally made that story up. Oh, my gosh. So... I'll just leave that at there because then the, she is unraveling her life. Like, where did truth? I come from? What's the truth? What is going on with this mom of mine? How has she been supporting me her whole life? What is my story? Oh, my goodness. And so she's going back through all these tales and being like, I can't believe nobody did anything. This happened. And this person came by. But no nothing happened. Nobody did anything to stop it. And so she's coming to terms with who her mom is, where she came from, and how to treat her mom and move on now in life. Like, can, does she ever want to have kids herself? Because it's, does she, would she ever get married? Which, I mean, she is damaged, damaged from her childhood. Yeah. Very good. Very interesting. I gave it three stars. um, Well-written. Wow. I really enjoyed it. Crazy that childhood story. crazy. Wow. Yeah. So. Okay. There Very you have good. It. I have a crazy childhood story to add. Really? To yours. Um, the last book I'm going to talk about is called Finding Me um, by the Viola Davis. Viola Davis. Oh, yeah. Okay. She is beautiful. 
um, very talented actress and it's very easy to assume what someone's life experience is like from afar on the television right, screen. Right, when everything looks glamorous. Right? Right. And um, this is her memoir, and it talks just a lot about her childhood, what her experience was like coming out of poverty, and making her way into acting, and and just finding a path that was not in poverty. Right. Right? Um, it was fascinating. And- being African-American, being black. And being black. I am telling you, like... Is a whole nother level added to poverty. And to acting. That's... Yeah. I had no... I'd never considered a lot of the things that they have to overcome to make it anywhere in that industry. And yeah. it's it's crazy. And she, she tells this story without pointing fingers. She's not looking for a handout. She's just saying it like it is. This is right. what it is. At no fault of any yes. specific yeah, no, it just entity. Is. Just is. And um, it was so good. She, she has a love for her parents and her family, even after experiencing and witnessing just horrific things. All the craziness. Yes, and just a lot of pain and her experience deciding to be an actor. And she clearly had a talent at a young age, just like a natural gift Uh that was she was able to grow. um, And it gave her a lot of opportunities, but she didn't waste them right she uh-huh. she jumped she took on advantage everything. of everything and it and she worked hard and to realize that she started doing very intense acting acting at a young age uh-huh. but really didn't get to a place where she was earning regular money and certainly didn't have any didn't get lead roles because right, she was black she was black um until she was in her 30s and 40s like and she was a active actor like without yeah it's just it is fascinating and we have a lot of room to grow and and i felt the thing that my takeaway was i think it's a very important book even if you don't care about that industry just understanding um a black person's path out of poverty poverty, what it takes and what it looks like for Uh them it's not i don't think that Oh, I don't think a, a lot of people understand what that really was like or right. is like for people who were there. Right. Um, I certainly didn't have a clue. It was eye-opening and it was done in a way that did not shame me for not knowing. I mean, that's a hard industry to get into in the first place, going yep. into acting. and she talks about that. And then take on, there aren't as many roles for African, I mean, for Black people. Mm-mm. And yeah. It is it is so good. I get <laughs> I have all five stars today, Woo! which I can be, yeah. I could pick and choose the ones I wanted to talk about. But they, this was so, so good. Like, I just, every time I read someone's story that is so different for me, I feel like I, my, my heart grows a little bigger. I have a lot more compassion for mm-hmm. people around me. And for myself, I saw uh, some things of myself in her and I thought, 
I can, I love the way that she talks about certain aspects of herself when she is finding herself throughout the years. And I thought, I've been on that path in a different way. How similar we are. And I love that so much. And it just, I just appreciated the way that she shared her story and where she ended up. I mean, she has lived a lot of life and had a lot of really great experiences. And her perspective is so beautiful. I loved it so much. Anyway, it's called Finding Me by Viola Davis. And I highly, highly recommend it. I mean, there are some things that are hard to read or listen to. And she reads her book, which... Mm -hmm. I always recommend mm-hmm. when you can hear the actor Absolutely. tell their own story. Um, and there's some language. Like, she comes from a comes hard from where she background. Came from. Yeah. yeah. But it's not it. It's not crazy. It's very good. Ooh. I highly recommend I it. That, of all the books today, that That's one's probably one the pick. most important. Okay. Yeah. Finding Me by Ella Davis. Perfect. It's on my list. So good. Awesome. Oh, there's so many books today. That was a great one. I know. Can't wait to hear from you guys. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. You can email us at thisisyourbookclubpodcast at gmail.com. Please rate, subscribe, and share with your friends. Thank you to Amphibious Zoo for our music. And we'll see you next time. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And, and this, this is, is your book club. Your book club.